Hello. Welcome back into the podcast, Dodging Through the Ravine. It is your host, Young Stud, accompanied by Jacob. Jacob, are you there? Check in. Yeah, I'm here. How you doing? Doing okay. Doing okay. Thanks for asking. Nice, nice. Yeah. Uh, you ready to talk some Dodger baseball? How you doing? Yeah, I'm. I'm ready to talk some Dodger baseball. Doing pretty good. Um, you know, just just been chilling the past couple of days. Uh, no, that that Kings game was pretty disappointing. But besides that, yeah, just been chilling. Yeah, that. Uh, I mean, you you saw me that night. I was uh, I was not a happy camper. Yeah, you're you're pretty speechless. They lost not again, so they are down thirty-two in the series. Oof. Yep. But uh, that is tough. It is. It sucks for me. Um, hopefully, they could force a game seven. But uh, as for the Dodgers, going streaking a little bit, eh? They are uh, have won three in a row now, thirteen and eleven on the season, and we have been pretty critical of the team over the last, you know, first month of the season, whatever, three weeks, four weeks, however long it's been, you know, pretty mediocre baseball to say the least, not quite what we expect, like as far as the standards, but also kind of like, so it's kind of like a fine, you know, middle ground that we got to come to here, but um. Playing better baseball, I believe, as of recently, this was a pretty interesting game. Did you did you catch any of the game today? I did, yeah. I managed to catch a few innings of the game, and then I did watch the highlights of it, so I, I, know, I know what happened during the game. Yeah, so we're going to dive into this game. Tuesday night win over the Pittsburgh Pirates, the first ever three-game set. Coming off of a series win over the Cubs, winning three out of four in Chicago. And uh, so far, they've been pretty good on this road trip. You know, getting away from Dodger Stadium might have helped this team kind of find their mojo and gel together. And uh, all this, all this happening, despite a lot of Dodgers being on the paternity list. So over the last week, we've seen just a, a slew of Dodgers come in and out of the team, going on in and out, in and on the paternity list. So it's like, we don't even have our full squad. And, and Will Smith's been out for like forever. It seems like at this point. So, um, so far, I'm impressed with this road trip. Yeah, no Will Smith and three three wins in a row. It's uh, it's not something I would have expected out of this team. But it was uh, it was a pretty busy All Star break for a lot of the guys that it seemed. So, congrats to them. And yeah, uh, I hope Will Smith returns soon because. Austin Barnes really isn't cutting it offensively. He got his first RBI of the entire season tonight, so or during Tuesday's game. So that's something right there. Yeah, a lot of things were happening during the All-Star break uh, in L.A. for the Dodgers. And uh, today, 8-7 win over the Pirates. Noah Syndergaard, we'll start with Noah Syndergaard because let's just get the bat out of the way. He was bad. He was probably the worst player in this game today for the Dodgers. Uh, we're just stats here. I got it on paper. Uh, four innings pitched, not uh, seven earned runs, only two strikeouts, nine hits against. 
His ERA is now 6.5 on the year. Your thoughts on Noah Syndergaard after five starts? Now, we saw Noah Syndergaard uh, a week ago in person, and uh, he looked pretty good. Yeah. Now he's looking bad again. We've seen kind of a good mixed bag results when it was in the guard. Um, yeah, like you said, seeing Noah, uh, seeing Syndergaard in person, he really didn't do that bad. It was just more of an offensive slack that night. But tonight, there wasn't really any offensive slack, so maybe just an off day for Syndergaard. But as of now, he's he's really not looking too hot, and who knows if if he's like this throughout the rest of the season uh maybe you know he, he gets a, like a, a week off or it's a week to recuperate but he uh he needs a win eventually so yeah i i wouldn't be shocked to see just a a, a phantom IL stand here you know just yeah, make IL. up an injury and go on the IL exactly. miss a couple starts um we've seen that happen a lot with the Dodgers over the last few years, and uh, I wouldn't be shocked to see that here really soon, especially with Tony Gonsolin coming back. He was with the team in Pittsburgh, so I, I think we could expect Tony Gonsolin this series. If I'm being honest, the next two start the next two starters for the two games were TBD. The last time I checked, so Tony Gonsolin might pitch in this upcoming series versus the Pirates. So that's nice to see his debut for 2023. But uh, yeah, Noah Syndergaard, like he does really good one game and and really by the next and. When he has done good, he's been bit with uh, no run support from the Dodgers. And today, you know, he gives up seven earned runs. You know, the Dodgers are in a deep hole, and they eventually claw back and uh, get him off the hook. So that's nice. But, uh, again, we're not seeing that consistent, you know, back-end starter, you know, model with Noah Syndergaard. And that's a bit concerning. Can he find it here? We shall see, you know, but... A lot of the talk coming into the year was his velo is going to be it, but he's going to be amazing. He's going to touch ninety five, and he just has not. And when he's when he when he's not when he is not on his game, his stuff is really flat. Yeah, I agree. Um, like you said, with Tony Gonsolin coming back, I don't know if Bueller is coming back at all for this season. But you know, the Dodgers do have a handful of starting rotation, so. If Syndergaard really isn't that back-end consistent guy, uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see him off the team or, you know, maybe even sent down to the minors or something amongst that. Yeah, so like I said, Tony Gonsolin will be back. That's another guy that you're going to see a new arm. Sorry for the Dodgers, and I feel like that's good. I see a fresh arm. Tony Gonsolin was supposed to be part of the rotation to begin the season, and he should stick in the rotation for the rest of the year. So, uh, we'll see who Spotty takes, uh, assuming he takes Grove's spot in the rotation as of right now, and, and we'll go from there. But uh, Noah Syndergaard, the not-so-good game today for the Dodgers. But the offense picked him up. The offense picked him up. Uh, Chris Taylor with the player of the game, including the go-ahead home run in the eighth inning, three-run jack shot. Taylor, three for four. And... Uh, Chris Taylor, you know, he could bang one out every now and then, and, and you've seen him do it time and time again. He's still not uh, hitting at the Mendoza line. Still, you know, not where you want to be with the batting average and all that stuff. He's hitting 165. But it's good to see him be able to put the bat in the ball and have a good game today. So let's just hope this continues. 
Yeah, I agree. Uh, Chris Taylor. Yeah, I mean, not not really too much to go off from that. And he, I maybe I think it was just a lucky pitch. Honestly, it was a two zero count. And what was it a fastball or like a changeup? Because I know it was like right down the hose. Yeah, it was a mute ball down the middle. Yeah, so you know, any ML, any MLB player should be able to smack a ball out like that. So, but let's just hope he uh he just has that uh that confidence from that. No, it just carries forward. Yeah, I don't know if you saw. I think it was like the inning or, or or two before that. The Dodgers were threatening, and uh, Mookie Betts had a home run robbed from him. Did you see that? It was a three run home run. I did. Yeah, that was a uh, that was one really good catch right there. And that was I did I, I did see that live. That was it's pretty frustrating to watch. It was frustrating and exciting. Yeah. So the Dodgers should have gone up. Uh, on that home run by Mookie Betts, but Jack Sawinski robbed him. And uh, Chris Taylor did eventually get that three-run home run that the Dodgers got robbed of. And eventually that proved to be the game-winning run where the Dodgers went on to win 8-7 to seven over the Pittsburgh Pirates. Pirates playing really good baseball. They were the best team in the National League, I believe, coming into today, which is pretty remarkable. They had the best record in the league coming into today. Uh, the National League. The National League. No, wasn't it the, the entire league? The Tampa. Tampa's better. They have a better record. Oh, uh, you're right. They're like 20 and 3 or something. Yeah. 21. Yeah. You're right. You're right. So um, the Pirates are playing good baseball, and uh, they were on a seven-game win streak first time since 2018. And Dodgers snapped that. And uh, we'll want to see this continue. Now, I want to see the Pirates do well, you know, see them go in a little bit of a run here to see if they could make some magic happen. But – uh, not this three-game series with the Dodgers. And uh, notable to the Pirates, McCutcheon, three-run jack shot. And Bay, two for four for the Buccos. Quick thoughts on the Pirates ball club. The Pirates almost had us tonight. Uh, there was an inning where Caleb Ferguson, he loaded up the bases. And McCutcheon, if he didn't swing, they would have tied it up. He uh he popped out in a foul ground on ball four, so it was uh there was an inning there where no they quite literally could have tied it up. So yes. the Pirates are uh, they're a really nice ball club. I know that uh Brian Reynolds got extended today too. He finally him and the Pirates finally came to a conclusion on that, and yeah, I think they uh they have some good uh like draft picks too. I know they have a decent farm system, so Pirates could be uh. They could be good again in a couple of years. Yeah, I think the Pirates have a pretty good future. Um, we're starting to see the the fruit of their labor kind of pay off here. Um, they got they got guys in the minor league system, like you said, and they, and they got uh, some young talent up in the big league club right now. Good to see McCutcheon back with the Pirates. Black and gold looks good on him. It just looks right, and uh, the pitching isn't bad either. Uh, Oviedo today for the Pirates, pretty good young pitcher, I believe. Oh, yeah. And, um. He looked good out there. He looked pretty confident. So, yeah, he like three, four innings, uh, three, four innings. There was like just back to back to back, like twelve up, twelve down. Yeah. So, uh, and as you mentioned, the Buckos were threatening to take the lead back. I think it was the eighth inning, and it was McCutcheon that was up, and he popped up to Barnes, and uh, it was a three-two count. Ferguson was pitching, and uh, Caleb Ferguson got out of that. So, um. Dodger bullpen. Dodger bullpen 
kind of sort of turning it around here. Uh, again, we were kind of waiting for this to happen, like see the whole team click at, at one time and, and put it together as a team. And the bullpen might be turning their uh, turning the page into it, a decent bullpen. Yeah, Shelby Miller came in to close it out, and he looked pretty solid. So hopefully this is a little shift in the tides here for the bullpen. Yeah, Shelby Miller got his first save today <laughs> in the big leagues. So yeah, first save today for Shelby Miller in the big leagues, and I I just looked at Shelby Miller's stats. He's got eleven innings on the year and a sub two ERA. He's been pretty decent, like one of the best, if not the best guy out of the bullpen of Dodgers. Did you have that on your bingo card to begin the year? I did not. No. Honestly, I wasn't really expecting much from Shelby Miller. Um, I he was in the minors before this, wasn't he? He he, he bounced around. Uh, big yeah, so I know he's on a few different ball clubs, but uh, no, no, I definitely didn't expect him to be the consistent guy in the bullpen. Yeah, and we were at the Mets game last week, and uh, he kind of gave up that game. He came in the eighth inning, and he kind of gave it up. Um, but other than that. He's been pretty good, so we just want to see that continue. If he if he could do that, I mean, hey, he could be a leverage guy in, in a big, you know, part of the game, or he could be a long man. Um, but as of right now, he's been one of the best, if not the best, guy out of the bullpen for the Dodgers. Um, we'll see if that is sustainable. Almonte got the W, and uh, yeah, Jason Hayward hit third today. Not sure why Jason Hayward. Hitting 171 is batting third for the Dodgers. I don't understand that. Um, that's just a Dodgers slash Dave Roberts thing. You know, back in Pittsburgh where Hayward is kind of familiar with after being with the Cubs for all these years. That's what I was going to say, too. <laughs> but, so I think the the thought process in that is like, hey, let's show him. Let, let's show them we have Jason Hayward batting third. Yeah, I, I think that's the thought process behind that. Yeah, like – He's played here for seven seasons. Let's see what he can do. Like, why is that? That's the only thing that makes sense for that. So, uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. But uh, Michael Bush, Michael Bush made his MLB debut today. And I never thought I'd see that day where Michael Bush were, made his debut for the Dodgers. But it happened. Yeah, it, it finally happened. And honestly, I think it was just because of the paternity list. They needed someone to fill some positions, but it happened, and uh, he got it done. You know, he got his first hit, RBI single, and, uh, you know, it was weird seeing him at the DH, but, you know, wherever he was, he got it done. Yeah, you are right about that. The Dodgers are down a few men, and Michael Bush, again, this guy was – we've heard about a lot about this guy over the last number of years that he's a top prospect in the Dodgers system, number three prospect coming into today's game, and – I think he's 25 years old, so he's on the older side, kind of like James Altman. These guys have been in the, the minors for so long, and partly because the Dodgers team was pretty stacked at the major league level, but nonetheless, Michael Bush did make his debut finally, and I'm happy for him. Just get out of the way, get it off the chest. You, you finally made it to the show, and we'll see where he goes from here. But overall, I was pretty impressed with him. Two for five on the day. Obviously, he was a little bit nervous up there for a couple at-bats. Um Big league debut and all, but he looked pretty solid, and uh, I wouldn't mind seeing him stick around. Yeah, what was his second at bat? 
is two for five. No, you got the single. Uh, it might have been another bass suit. Another single? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I did a... I saw a post. I follow uh, Scott Boris on Instagram. His, uh, like, I guess his official page. And I didn't know that he was... Uh, he was he represents Michael Bush, so that was pretty interesting to see as well. You mentioned that he's twenty five years of age, so I know that players have. I I think if I'm I'm not sure what the correct term is, but I think if they're like a a high grade player, they have like six years of team control, and if not, it's like seven years. So it's interesting to see how Scott Boris will eventually down the line start to negotiate for him because. Bush was a top prospect, so and he was drafted in the. Wasn't he a first round first pick? Uh, I would imagine. I would imagine. I'm, so. I'm pretty sure he was. Yeah, I said it was like 2019 first round draft first pick. So. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be interesting to see down the line, just how the Dodgers develop him, how he uh, eventually negotiates money wise. That's something that I like a part of baseball, just. The whole contract negotiation, all that. Yeah, and uh, like I said, I hope he does stick around. And it's just begs the question: Where is he going to play when this team is fully healthy? There's a lot uh, of uh, there's a lot of guys on one year deals. So next season, he could be a starter. Yeah, uh, I feel like this year could have, should have been that year as well. Though, I mean. I don't know. We'll see. But uh, as we got online here, Vargas had a pretty good game today. Had a double and a walk and two ribbies. Um, Vargas kind of struggling out of the gate, trying to get his mojo going. Again, throughout Vargas's big league career, we've seen flashes of him being pretty good and flashes of him being really not that good. So we're trying to see him put it together. And um, James Altman, 316. Freddie Freeman hitting 280, Mookie Betts 253, the three top players in the Dodgers as far as batting average goes. Um, how about this? Quick question: Do you do you still look at batting average as a number one way to look at a player offensively, or am I just a dinosaur? No, honestly, I I don't know why MLB really introduced all these new stats. I I think batting average is like the perfect thing to look at uh, to pretty much break it down like three for ten you get three hits and ten attempts like what other stat is there to look at besides that so that's what i think yeah. about that i mean yeah. I'll, I'll, the biggest thing today is ops that's what a lot of people point to yeah i think it's like i think there's like a ops and then like a obs too but like ops like plus on, obs plus okay yeah no idea what it means yeah, baseball is a very uh, number-driven sport. So, um, yeah, and you can see that through the Dodger management as well. They're just very technical. Yeah, uh, but I still look at batting average. I mean, to me, batting average tells a good portion of the story. It doesn't tell the whole story, but it tells a pretty good portion of it. Um, yeah. Barron hitting .57, up from .53 the last time we talked. So. He's improved. Hey, not not bad. I mean, it's an improvement, yeah. Uh, Taylor, as I touched on, point one six five. Um, one six five. Yeah, you want to see these guys get going? Hayward, I touched on also point one seven one. So, 
Uh, a lot of guys still not doing too good. Peralta's still like around 169 or something like that. Um, yeah, we'll see what the Dodgers do from here. Uh, but to come back from a, a huge deficit, they were down five runs. They're down seven to two, and they win this game eight to seven. That's that's pretty good. And that again, we talked about this the last time when they walked off the Cubs and like you know, this is what they needed. You know, a walk-off win, and they, they lost the next game. So uh, we'll see if they could build on this because this is a pretty good win overall. And we're still a pretty good team. So um, any final thoughts here as we, uh, we do close this show out? Yeah, I was just going to ask you, do you, do you happen to know what uh, Will Smith's batting average is? Uh, I do not have that down. Um but he's I, batting like 300, right? Yeah, he's got to be at 300. At least 300, right? Yeah. He, he so. was the best player on the Dodgers before he got a concussion. Right, so if Will Smith was on the roster right now, Mookie Betts would be fourth, right? Yeah. Like batting average-wise? Yeah. So that's that's pretty interesting to see Mookie Betts, you know, third, fourth batting average-wise. You wouldn't, you wouldn't really expect that, so. But, yeah, other than that, um, no, that's it for me. No, it was a good Dodgers win today. Uh, like I said, just hope to see that uh, confidence keep flowing in Chris Taylor and uh, just a little scare from the bullpen, but overall, you know, got bailed out. So it was a good win. Yeah, and as you mentioned, the Mookie Betts thing, like he's here for eight years still, eight years, something like that. Eight, uh, eight nine years, seven, nine. Eight. Yeah, eight or nine. Um, that's, that's a long time. Uh, that's a very long time. So, uh, and he's 32, 33. Yeah, he should be 32. He should be 32. So, okay. Uh, so, at this I mean, stage I'm, in his career, like, he's not no old. Time. He's still no. in his prime, but he's nearing the end of it, right? So, um, he's still got a, a few more years left, I believe, to be really good and we we need to see that out of him. Yeah, I say the next like three to four seasons, you know, that's really all you're gonna have left of Mookie once he's like thirty seven, thirty eight, you know, that's gonna be his you know, it's just gonna be the end of Mookie. So next three to four seasons, Mookie really needs to shine. And then hopefully the rest of this season too, you know, he just he glows up or something because he uh he got paid a lot. <laughs> yeah, he got his payday, but uh with that being said, we are going to sign off on this podcast. I appreciate everybody for listening in. With that being said, we'll talk to you guys on Friday. Go Dodgers. <laughs>